1: Hey everybody, this is John Apino again with Coffee and Contracts for everybody out there in financial residency. Thanks for tuning in. What we've been doing lately and check out all the archives. There's lots of really good three to six minute podcasts on everything from non-compete clauses to creative negotiation to malpractice insurance and termination and everything in between regarding physician contracts and the reviews. and. As a reminder, I work at Contract Diagnostics, and we've been doing this for twelve years. We've helped twelve thousand plus physicians and their families navigate the physician contract landscape and discuss compensation and everything in between. And what we've been doing lately is just going over some questions that we've had in some of our lectures. And check us out at contractdiagnostics.com or on Financial Residency, where you'll find information on a lot of our educational webinars. We put them on; their no charge very very dense education 40 minutes of content and lots of questions it's unbranded for the most part it's not a promotional talk at all strictly education so we get a lot of questions on these webinars and i thought i'd share some of these questions with the financial residency crew i figured if it was somebody's question on a big webinar it might be someone's question out there so one of the questions that we're going to talk on today is it just says The letter of intent for academic job, should it include what happens to your salary after the guarantee period? Or is it specified in the contract only? And if it's not included in the letter of intent, is it okay to ask for clarification? So first off, letter of intent, whether it's an academic job, as this question points out or another, usually contains terms of the deal. Now, terms of the deal that are significant that would allow you to say, yes, I'm interested uh, in moving forward are things like compensation often benefits. Sometimes we'll see non-competes and the type of malpractice in there. So the letter of intent, 100% should have the compensation detailed in there. Now, maybe it's more fluid. Maybe it'll say, you know, a first year floor salary of X with futures to be determined or a compensation structure to be determined. So maybe it's a little more fluid, but at least there should be some kind of floor for first year guaranteed compensation, maybe even a couple of years. But when we look at academic jobs, And I think this person is saying the letter of intent or wait for the contract. Um, and sometimes academic jobs, the letter of intent is the contract. And we hear lots of times, Hey, John, they sent me this letter of intent. I'm going to sign and I'll send you the contract. And the letter of intent is included with most of the review packages here at contract diagnostics. And I always say, look, don't sign anything, send it over to us and we'll check it out. It doesn't cost the physician anymore with our system and we'll look at the letter of intent from the academic institution and it's the contract. It'll say, you know, you know, here's the terms and it's very, it's written like a paragraph or like a letter almost, right? It's not like a formal contract. And, it'll, and at the end it'll say, you know, by signing here, you accept the employment and you know, we'll start the credentialing process, so to speak. And that's it. So this position may say, look, there's, I have a letter of intent. I don't know if I'll get a contract. It doesn't say anything about compensation should I clarify? And 100% yes, you should always clarify everything compensation. Make sure that you understand what the first year compensation is, the second year, the third year, if there's bonuses, what the metrics are, what the averages are, if assigning bonus and all the financials, they should all be in the letter of intent. So this is the time to negotiate the terms of the deal, including financials and anything else that's included in the letter of intent, if vacation, if malpractice, if non-competes are in there, All of that is on the table as the non-compete is, I'm sorry, as the letter of intent is presented to you. So if you have a question, please email it in to Tammy at financialresidency.com or reach out to us at Contract Diagnostics, or of course, join us for one of our webinars. But thanks for joining for an episode of Coffee and Contracts, and I look forward to doing more with you all.
0: Thank you for listening to Coffee and Contracts with John Appino. If you need a contract reviewed or want to know if you are being paid fairly, go to contractdiagnostics.com. See you next time.